Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered. I'm your host, Amanda Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place to come and get inspired and motivated and hear stories you can relate to and just see we don't always have to have our shit together. So come and join me as I share about living life Apura Madre. Choose to be happy. The only thing that you can control in this life is yourself, your feelings, your thoughts, your actions. In this episode, I want to talk to you about how you can choose to be happy and intentional steps and actions that can help you become a happier person. Is this going to happen overnight? Hell no, it's not. It's going to take some work. But I'm going to share with you some of the things that has helped me stop being that negative Nancy, that person that always used to look in whatever thing happened, the negative side instead of the positive side. Happy people aren't born happy. They choose to be happy. If you feel like you are in a rut right now where you're just constantly feeling defeated, this episode is for you. It has taken me a while to learn to choose the happy versus the overwhelmed and the angry, all the negative emotions that you can feel when something just doesn't go your way. You have to be consciously choosing the better side versus the dark side. And it's freaking hard sometimes, especially when you have so many things going wrong for you. It's like, how the hell do you want me to choose happy when I feel like I'm drowning in a cup of water? But you can. So the other day, I basically work off of lists. And I plan out my day in order to help my anxiety and in order to get the most done for the day. I've talked about making a win the day lists. So you are more productive during the day and you feel more accomplished, which helps you feel better about yourself and what you're doing every day. But as moms, you have kids that doesn't always work out in your favor because kids are so freaking unpredictable. Being married is so unpredictable sometimes. So you may have this beautiful plan about everything that you need to get done for the day and shit just hits the fan. The other day, I had my list of things that we were going to get done, feeding the kids breakfast. My oldest comes downstairs, already dressed, ready for school. All right, we're going to conquer today. And his eye was swollen, bloodshot red. So my first reaction in my head, without trying to freak him out, just in my head, this was, holy shit, what the hell? Now I have to take him to the doctors. How am I going to take him to the doctors? I have the little one. I don't have daycare service for the little one. They might not let me go to the doctors with him. Like all of these negative things. And I had to stop myself and choose to think of the positive. I'm like, all right, honey, go eat. As soon as you're done eating, I'm going to call the doctor's office so we can take you to the doctor's. And left it at that. 
I chose to see the positive. And in my head, stop worrying about the things that haven't happened yet. I haven't called the doctor's office yet. I don't know if they will or not let me take the little one because this is a sick visit. So for most sick visits, they don't let you take the unhealthy child the unhealthy child with the healthy child, right? And we chose to see the bright side versus all of the negative things. And sometimes you are not in control of your first initial thought, but you are in control to choose your second thought. And that's one thing that I have learned. So when things do not go my way, because I am not in control of what happens to my kids necessarily, I'm not in control of their behaviors and their actions because they're kids. Things happen. And sometimes I'm not even in control of my first subconscious thought that comes to my head. But what I am in control of is my second thought. And I can choose the better side or the dark side. You can choose to be the best you. You can choose to be around the right people that want to make you be better and help you be better and motivate you to be better. You can choose your attitude. Even if that first thing that comes into your head is not always the first one, the best one, but you can choose to decide your best attitude. You can choose to smile more. Smiling more has shown that people that smile more are happier people. You just release feel-good hormones, endorphins when you smile more. And smiling is contagious. Granted, now with a mask on your face when you go out in public, it's like, can anybody even really see you that you're smiling underneath that mask? Probably not. But at home, with everybody else that you may live with, smile more. It's contagious. You can choose honesty. No matter if you think that you're going to hurt that person or cause an argument, when you keep things in just to not hurt someone, that is a huge weight on your shoulders. You can choose to help others. It feels so damn good when you give back to others and you help somebody else that may need that help. It helps you be a happier person. But I want to share with you seven action steps that you can take if you are having a hard time in life right now and you kind of feel like you are in this negative cloud, right? The first one is choosing to be happy. And you may be thinking, all right, well, I already feel like shit. How am I going to choose to be happy? And this is by being conscious of yourself subconscious, your brain, those things that you're constantly telling yourself, being conscious of what you're unconsciously saying and thinking. An awesome way to train your brain to think differently is meditation. If you feel like you are stuck in a negative cloud, but you want to choose to be happy, to see the brighter side in things, wake up 10 minutes earlier every single day and tell yourself, I am a happy person. I see the positive side in things. I am a giving person over and over and over and over and over again. Studies have shown that when you meditate first thing in the morning, your brain is more susceptible for you to hypnotize it or change its 
subconscious. Those thoughts that you aren't necessarily aware that are happening in your brain affect you so much. So getting up earlier and meditating can have a huge impact on how your day runs. Number two, cultivate gratitude. If you're always looking at what's going wrong in your life, it's because you're not intentionally focusing on what is going good in your life. So every night, start a daily gratitude list. And it can be simple of things that you're grateful for. I'm alive. I have food. I have a roof over my head. I have a job. I have my health. Try your best to at least put 10 things down every single night of what you're grateful for. So it makes you start intentionally focusing on those good things versus the bad things that are going on in your life. Three, fostering forgiveness. This is a hard one, especially for me. I mean, I can hold a grudge like no other. And this is the one that is so freaking hard for me, forgiving, forgiving those that have done me wrong. Grudges, grudges are not doing anything good for you because they're making you feel like shit when that other person is living their life. They could give two shits whether you're holding a grudge or not. So learning to forgive, even if that necessarily isn't meaning forgetting, but forgiving, forgiving yourself, forgiving that other person that did you wrong. It's just like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Four, contract negative thoughts and feelings, contradicting them with positive feelings. So if you find yourself just like, oh my God, everything's going wrong today. Take a step back and contradict that statement with all the things that are going right today. If you're having a bad day at work and you're like, oh my God, my job sucks. Stop. Contradict yourself on how your job doesn't suck. If your marriage is like in a shambles that day and you're having just argument after argument and you find yourself saying, oh my God, my husband is horrible. Stop yourself and contradict those thoughts of why your husband isn't horrible. It's that simple. Learning to be conscious of those negative things that you're constantly saying and contradicting them with the positive helps your brain switch from the constant negative to the constant positive. And this takes work. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you being conscious of all those things that you're saying to yourself or saying out loud and contradicting them will definitely help. Five, learning that things don't buy happiness. If you're constantly worrying about how you don't have money to buy X, Y, and Z, why do you need all those things to be happy? Those things are not going to buy you happiness. 
You have to be happy with who you are first to be happy. You buying yourself a brand new shiny car, you buying yourself outfits, you buying yourself cute shoes, that's not going to make you happy. That's all just to show off. Those things will not make you happy. I am one of those that shops at Ross and I don't give a shit. I love my Ross. I love my TJ Maxx. I love sales because being a mom probably will wear a shirt two or three times before it has some kind of stain that I cannot get off of it, right? So learning that money and buying things, sometimes that's just like a band-aid to cover the emotions that you are feeling. Those things are not going to make you happy. One thing that I'm constantly saying um, to my significant other is the day that you die, all those things, ain't nobody going to care about them. They're going to remember who you were as a person and those emotions that you gave them. You ain't going to be buried with your stuff, right? So money, yes, money does help. You have to pay bills. You have to do this. You have to do that. But if you have a roof over your head, if you are able to pay your bills, if you are able to eat, that's good enough. You don't have to have the latest car model, the fanciest ex, whatever it is, right? Six, fostering friendships. You don't have to have a lot of friends, a huge circle. Having true friends now that I'm older is so much more important, the quality versus the quantity. Choosing your circle of people that you connect with daily impacts what kind of mood you're in, in, whether you're happy or not. Their feelings and how they react towards things, whether you may see it or not, the people that you are constantly surrounding yourself with have a huge impact on how you feel daily. So fostering friendships that are positive for your mind and soul are so important. And number seven, the last tip is find meaningful activities. Meaningful activities that inspire you to do better, that push you to be better, that push you out of your comfort zone. If you constantly find yourself that the only extra activity that you do for yourself is watching TV, that is the worst thing that you can do to choose to be happy. All these shows, all of this stuff that's on TV now doesn't necessarily help you get out of your ruckus, your old mindset of looking for the negative. Do things that push you out of your comfort zone. You don't work out, start working out. Trust me, no one feels bad after a good workout. 10 minutes is all you need. Find a hobby. Start reading books instead of TV. Find meaningful activities that will push you to feel better and be better. Happy people aren't born happy. They choose to be happy. If you feel like you are in a rut right now where you're just constantly feeling defeated, this episode is for you. 
It has taken me a while to learn to choose the happy versus the overwhelmed and the angry, all the negative emotions that you can feel when something just doesn't go your way. You have to be consciously choosing the better side versus the dark side. And it's freaking hard sometimes, especially when you have so many things going wrong for you. It's like, how the hell do you want me to choose happy when I feel like I'm drowning in a cup of water? But you can. So the other day, I basically work off of lists. And I plan out my day in order to help my anxiety and in order to get the most done for the day. I've talked about making a win-the-day lists, So you are more productive during the day and you feel more accomplished, which helps you feel better about yourself and what you're doing every day. But as moms, you have kids, that doesn't always work out in your favor because kids are so freaking unpredictable. Being married is so unpredictable sometimes. So you may have this beautiful plan about everything that you need to get done for the day and shit just hits the fan. The other day, I had my list of things that we were going to get done. Feeding the kids breakfast. My oldest comes downstairs, already dressed, ready for school. All right, we're going to conquer today. And his eye was swollen, bloodshot red. So my first reaction in my head, without trying to freak him out, just in my head, this was, holy shit, what the hell? Now I have to take him to the doctors. How am I going to take him to the doctors? I have the little one. I don't have daycare service for the little one. They might not let me go to the doctors with him. Like all of these negative things. And I had to stop myself and choose to think of the positive. I'm like, all right, honey, go eat. As soon as you're done eating, I'm going to call the doctor's office so we can take you to the doctor's. And left it at that. I chose to see the positive. And in my head, stop worrying about the things that haven't happened yet. I haven't called the doctor's office yet. I don't know if they will or not let me take the little one because this is a sick visit. So for most sick visits, they don't let you take the unhealthy child the unhealthy child with the healthy child, right? And we chose to see the bright side versus all of the negative things. And sometimes you are not in control of your first initial thought, but you are in control to choose your second thought. And that's one thing that I have learned. So when things do not go my way, because I am not in control of what happens to my kids necessarily, I'm not in control of their behaviors and their actions, because they're kids, things happen. And sometimes I'm not even in control of my first subconscious thought that comes to my head. But what I am in control of is my second thought, and I can choose the better side or the dark side. You can choose to be the best you. You can choose to be around the right people that want to make you be better and help you be better and motivate you to be better. You can choose your attitude. Even if that first thing that comes into your head is not always the first one, the best one, but you can choose to decide your best attitude. You can choose to smile more. 
smiling more has shown that people that smile more are happier people. You just release feel-good hormones, endorphins when you smile more. And smiling is contagious. Granted, now with a mask on your face when you go out in public, it's like, can anybody even really see you that you're smiling underneath that mask? Probably not. But at home, with everybody else that you may live with, smile more. It's contagious. You can choose honesty. No matter if you think that you're going to hurt that person or cause an argument, when you keep things in just to not hurt someone, that is a huge weight on your shoulders. You can choose to help others. It feels so damn good when you give back to others and you help somebody else that may need that help. It helps you be a happier person.